Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. I cannot believe that it is actually August already when I'm recording this, and the year is just already more than halfway over, and it feels like it hasn't even started yet. I'm sure so many of you can agree. Not to mention that school officially starts on August 30th for me, so it's not going to be long before my summer's officially over. Anyway, with all of that being said, I wanted to get into this episode, which, as you guys can tell by the title, is going to be about my Parsons online semester plans. Um, I've been getting a lot of feedback from people saying that they want to hear more about the everyday life of a fashion student and what it is and what it's like to be at Parsons. I mean, hence the title of this podcast. So I thought I'd get into that by talking a little bit about what classes I'm going to be taking next semester and what my schedule is going to be looking like as a fashion student, but being online. If you're curious as to why I've been saying online semester instead of just, you know, regular semester, it's actually because Parsons officially announced that they would be going fully online for the fall semester. This might come as a surprise to a lot of people because an art and design school is probably the last school that you'd expect to take an online platform just because of the kind of learning experience that us designers and artists need. But yes, we are officially online. And a lot of classes that cannot be supported through online learning means have actually already been canceled next semester, so that's been pretty sad. I actually wanted to take a machine knitting class, you know, to learn how to do more knitting techniques and to get more into knitwear. But yeah, of course, that obviously can't be done online because, you know, we all need the machine knitting machines and I'm not just going to buy, spend hundreds of dollars on a machine. So that class was canceled. And other than that, none of my other classes, which I'll get into later, have been canceled just yet. But I'm just hoping for the best on that because I already went through hell trying to get my dream courses for the next semester. And if you attend Parsons or any other college where you have to wake up early and register for classes, you already know the struggle of trying to beat everyone to get the most popular classes, you know, in school. And I feel like registration is always such a dreadful time for everyone because... There's so much pressure and anxiety that comes with getting the classes that you want and trying to fight everyone for it. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, when it comes to prioritizing, you know, whether it's the professors or the class times, I always prioritize the class times, Um, especially for someone like me who likes to intern during the school year. I like to make sure that I have multiple days off in my schedule to allow for some interning time. So when I do mock up my schedules um, before registration, I make it so that I have at least one or two days off. And internships are usually really chill about scheduling, especially when they understand that you are still in school and a full-time student. But still, I think it's more organized to dedicate certain days to interning and other days, you know, to actually focus on school. Next semester specifically, I actually have two full days off, which we'll get into more later, but yeah, it's been super great. And you're probably like, how did I manage to make that happen? And the secret is I just really cram as many classes as I can into the three other days. So that allows me to have two days fully off for myself. It's not that hard when you really take your time to go through, you know, your course catalogs and to plan it out well. I spent like at least two two or three hours planning my schedule before registration. And that's really why registration time for me is always so stressful because if one of my plans doesn't work out, then I have to keep constantly moving on to the next plan of action that I've made until I get my desired schedule. So getting into the main part of this episode, which is what my Parsons online semester plans are. 
So what you guys should know is that registration for Parsons classes was actually before they announced that they were going online. So many of us were, you know, registering for classes with the idea that we would be learning in person. And obviously now that is not the case since they announced that we are going online. But funny enough, the classes that I've chosen to take can be really well integrated into an online learning environment. So I'm not too worried about the schedule that I have laid out for myself as of right now. And yeah, sorry, I, I know I keep stalling and telling you guys what classes I'm taking next semester, but I just really wanted to like kind of explain what my mindset was when going into registration. If you guys haven't been listening to my past episodes, I mentioned how I'm kind of not really into designing anymore and my past dreams of, you know, wanting to become a designer and all that is slowly kind of fading away. And I've definitely been feeling that a lot more now, especially if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that it's been hitting me super hard uh, during this quarantine. And I am a fashion design major going into my junior year at Parsons, so it does make things a little trickier. Anyway, the classes that I've decided to take are really ones that are kind of straying away from the whole designing career. And what I mean by that is I really tried to find classes that were associated with other aspects of the fashion industry that I'm interested in to kind of satisfy my need for like trying new things and not only, you know, sticking to fashion design. As you guys know, because the same probably goes for your school as well, there are required classes that you have to take in order to, you know, graduate. So I will be going over those first because I feel like they're quite boring and I just want to get them out of the way. And for us, there are three required classes that I have to take as a junior, and they are design studio, specialized studio, and a university lecture, which we call a ULEC. So I'm going to be referring to it as a ULEC because it's just so much faster to say. That's what that means. Anyway, the two studios that I mentioned first are just mandatory classes that I have to take as a junior studying fashion design at Parsons, and it's not optional or anything. You, you have to take it to graduate, basically. I also did think it was worth mentioning that those two studio classes are six hours long. And before I say anything else, just fully wrap your head around the fact that I have two classes next semester that are six hours long each. I remember telling so many of my friends from high school about the fact that I had six hour long classes and some of them were literally quite speechless because they couldn't imagine what it would be like for a class to be six hours long. But the truth is, it's really not that bad. And time flies when you're sewing and working on, you know, creative projects. So it really doesn't even feel like six hours. If anything, sometimes I feel like I need more time when there's a six hour studio class because, you know, once the six hours are done, you're expected to do the rest of the work that you didn't finish on your own time. And that's without the guidance of a professor in the room. So to be honest, I do really enjoy my six hour long studios. I don't remember completely, but I think I've had six hour classes since starting as a freshman at Parsons. So at this point, you can imagine how used to it I kind of am. And if you're wondering the difference between what design studio is and what specialized studio is, the best way I can describe it to you is in design studio, that's where a lot of the ideation is done. So this entails coming up with ideas and doing sketches and basically the whole thought process before the actual physical garments are made. Then we have specialized studio where all of the making and creating is done. And specifically in the specialized studio, we do spend a lot of time learning techniques and learning new sewing skills that we can use and apply to our own projects. So a lot of hours are really just going into professors, showing us sewing demos, and us just making samples. So yeah, if you're ever wondering what we do in design school, those two classes are a great example of the kind of work that goes on. I do prefer specialized studios more than design studios because 
I just personally like seeing my ideas come to life and it's much more satisfying to me personally. Design studio is honestly just a lot of stress most of the time because we're forced to produce an immense amount of work and ideas in such a very you know limited amount of time. I have to say though that with both classes it, there's just so much to learn and I don't ever feel like I'm wasting my time in these six-hour classes. So moving on to the ULEC, um, this lecture class is basically just like a graduation requirement and I don't know if anyone actually looks forward to this class or anything, I certainly don't, but since it is a graduation requirement, whenever registration happens, these classes, the ULECs, are always the first to go because everyone just wants to get it out of the way. So honestly, when I'm registering for my ULEC, I just blindly choose a random one just to get it out of the way. And like I said before, I prioritize the time of my classes, so I made sure to choose a ULEC that went with my schedule of having one or two days off. The ULEC that I ended up going with because there was really nothing left is called Language and Social Justice, which honestly, I'm not mad about. And after I chose it, I actually went back to the course catalog to see what the course description, you know, said, and it honestly doesn't sound that bad. So here's a little bit about what the class is about, and I'm just going to read it off the course catalog because I have no other way to paraphrase it. So it says that this course will explore the role of language in our society and how it affects our perceptions of the world. In particular, the course will explore how injustice can be perpetuated through the use of language and how language can similarly be a tool for creating a more just world. I don't think this class is going to be bad at all, and not to mention that it's really just a great time to be taking this class and learning about how we can use language to stop the injustices happening all around us. And by the way, guys, whenever there are lecture classes, you always have to sign up with a joint recitation with it. And the recitation class is just, you know, time set aside for you to discuss what was talked about during the lecture. I honestly think it's a waste of time, but, you know, to each its own. I'm just super picky about how I spend my time, and the recitation classes are always just kind of boring and not really helpful in my mind, but, you know, it is what it is. But yes, getting into the actually exciting classes are my electives, and I wanted to get the core requirements out of the way so we could talk more about the electives that I've chosen for my fall semester. And there are three electives that I am taking, and those three are visual merchandising, fashion journalism, and French intermediate too. I know, I know, it's all super exciting, the three that I've chosen, and I'm honestly just realizing how extremely lucky and privileged I am to be saying that I am taking classes like this for school because they honestly just sound super fun and a dream to be taking, but maybe that's just me. Anyway, those three are the electives that I'll be taking, which I'm super ecstatic about, and surprisingly, they were the ones that I wanted from the very beginning, so I didn't have to do that much fighting during registration to get them. You guys already know about French Intermediate too, but if you're new to this podcast, I am doing a minor in French studies, so I kind of have to keep up with those French class credit requirements. And I explained in a couple of episodes ago more about why I'm pursuing a French studies minor, but if you want to hear more about my experience and more about why I'm doing it exactly, definitely don't hesitate to let me know and I can probably turn that into an entire episode for you guys who are interested. But getting into the last two classes, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, I've been straying away from design itself and trying to really meddle in other aspects of the fashion industry. And I don't think I've mentioned this just yet in any of my podcast episodes, but I've been really getting into fashion journalism. And actually, let me rephrase that because I'm not just getting into it. I've kind of always just inherently been someone in, you know, into journalism. And in high school, I was on the school newspaper and, you know, editor in chief of the yearbook as well. 
and uh, not to mention I've been also doing a little bit of dabbling in editorial writing at my internship with the CFDA. So with all that being said, I saw this as my chance to finally take the leap and do a journalism class, specifically fashion journalism, because that's what my interest is in. Not sure if I've mentioned this before on here, but I do eventually see myself dabbling in magazines for a little bit while in my career because it's just something that interests me. But I'm so super lucky that I was able to get this class because according to my advisor, it was one of the more popular classes that people wanted to take at Parsons. Um, and obviously you can see why it's fashion journalism. But yeah, I'll be taking fashion journalism next semester and I couldn't be more excited about the kind of content that I'll be writing and sharing, of course. So the final class, visual merchandising, you know, I honestly wish I had a better reason to why I chose this class, but I honestly wanted to learn more about the process of visual merchandising because last semester I did take a merchandising class at Parsons and it was subpar to be quite honest. I'm hoping this class will be better and hopefully I'll get more out of it, but if not, it's totally fine because at least I will have experienced it. And those are all of the classes that I'll be taking in the fall, which will be online, as I said in the beginning. Um, am I scared that I won't get the same experience with it being online? Of course, but my plan is just to make the absolute best of the situation and just to figure out, you know, the problems as they come. Also, I have a lot of exciting personal projects that I am working on, so I don't mind having some time on the side to work on those things as well. Just on a weekly basis, I kind of wanted to close up this episode a little bit by telling you guys how I kind of planned out my schedule. So this whole time we were talking about the exact classes that I'm going to be taking, but now I want to get into what my week is going to look like from, you know, week to week. So Mondays, I have no classes. Yay me. Tuesday, on the other hand, is, you know, one of those days where I said I jam-packed a lot into it. So Tuesday, I have four classes in one day. It's definitely going to be a little torturous, but I'm here for it, honestly. So I start off my Tuesdays with fashion journalism for two hours and 40 minutes. And that's probably going to be the best part of my Tuesdays, if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. But then following fashion journalism is my visual merchandising class for another two hours and 40 minutes. After that is my language and social justice lecture class for an hour and 15 minutes. And honestly, since it's online, I'm probably just going to have it on in the background while I do something else. So I'm not afraid about that one either. And then finally, to end the day, I have my French Intermediate 2 class in the evening. And actually, there's a really funny story about this class that I wanted to tell you guys before I forgot. I don't know why I didn't mention it before. So basically, when I was registering for classes, I was supposed to be registering for French Intermediate 1 because that is the next class that I was supposed to take after the one I took last semester, which was like French, I don't even remember. But for some reason, my brain just decided to, you know, stop working and put French Intermediate 2 instead. So now I'm kind of stuck in this class, um, unless I drop it, which I definitely don't want to do as seeing that none of the French Intermediate 1 classes are open. So I'm, you know, excited to log on to the first Zoom class and see what we'll be starting with because it's definitely going to be a little harder than I was expecting. And I will be behind, but honestly, I think it'll just force me to study harder and learn faster. So I'm here for it. But anyway, going back to my schedule, Wednesday um, is a little bit of a break for me, but I do have my first six hour class that day, which is my specialized studio. And but I have it in the evening, so that allows me a little bit more time to do other stuff during the day. Thursday is another busy day for me, starting with my six-hour design studio, you know, at the butt crack of dawn, and that's followed by my language and social justice ULEC recitation, which is definitely going to be a snooze fest for me. 
And then just like my Tuesday, the day ends with my French evening class. Um, but yeah, that sounds like a lot, but finally, you know, we have Friday when I have my full day off again. So really, it's only Tuesdays and Thursdays that are really going to be getting to me, and then I have Mondays and Fridays off, which means that I'll have super long weekends. Um, I kind of also purposely did that so I can travel more and even visit my twin sister at her college on weekdays and be able to stay there for a little longer than just the weekends. But as you guys know, a big part of why I also gave myself multiple days off is to intern while I'm in school. And if you follow me on social media, you'll know that my internship with the CFDA actually got extended until November, which I literally could not be more excited and grateful for. I just love the relationships that I've made with my team there, and I wouldn't give it up for anything else in the world. So yes, I will be using those two days off for internship work, and whenever else I can find spare time, you know, maybe even Wednesday before my night class. But I also just kind of wanted to make a really quick unrelated side note about something. It's something that my boss mentioned to me that really stuck out so much, and it definitely hit a chord when he said it. So basically, my internship was really supposed to end during late August, and it's actually been a really long time considering I started working with them in December of 2019. But anyway, I got really sad when I found out that the end of August was going to, you know, come so soon. So I just kind of went out on a limb and actually asked my boss if there was a possibility to have the internship extended for the fall. Now, of course, with everything happening with COVID and the pandemic, I knew that asking for an opportunity like this was a lot to ask, especially since I am a paid intern and, you know, there might not be enough budgets and stuff like that. But anyway, my boss agreed to ask the rest of the team if it was a possibility. And then a couple of days later, I got an email from him saying that I was set and conti to continue work with them in the fall. And I kid you not, guys, I almost cried a little bit and got really emotional. And it wasn't just because I was approved to continue working in the fall, but it was because of something he specifically said. And I wanted to share it with you guys because I just found it so insightful and I'm sure it'll be really helpful for some of you to hear as well. What he said was, this is such an amazing example of not being afraid to ask for something you want. The worst anyone can say is no. Take a minute to really think about that and just how true it is. I mean, like, we all inherently know this fact and we know it to be true, but sometimes the truth is we are afraid to ask for things. And when he said this, it just made me, you know, feel so much more confident about my ability to ask for things that I want. And I just wanted to share that confidence with you guys because I think it's so important for people to fight for the things that they want in life. That was a pretty great ending for this podcast episode, and I'm happy I was able to find such a smooth segue to share that compelling quote that my boss said the other day to me. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them as always. And I really hope that you are all still doing the best that you can out there and still continuously striving for your dreams and passions, no matter how big or how small they might be. Anyway, see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.